0: I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is The Literate Ape Cast.
1: The Literate Ape Cast is not responsible for triggering your PTSD because we are warning you right now that we might. If coarse language or base stupidity from two white guys is not your jam, look elsewhere for your workout podcast.
0: All right 200 episodes David this is this is a two Happy 200th episode buddy I had I had this uh, this strange uh, image that uh, for my funeral um, you know if I die anytime soon mm-hmm. um, what I want you to do is uh, for whatever memorial you have, I want you to play all 200 episodes of the ape cast. Until fucking people just get up and leave. They decide they hate my guts and they didn't really want to be there. And then, you know. Well,
1: I mean, don't take all the credit there. I think that 200 episodes of the Littered Ape cast, back to on, on a binge, is enough to make anybody leave a room. I mean, that's that's a lot of you and I. That's a lot of it's Don and really.
0: David. Trust me, because uh, yeah, t- tonight tonight's episode, today's episode, we have agreed. To find our individual five best moments um, from 200 episodes, and I'm sure we're missing some because
1: oh, we are. This is this is hard. The one that I was looking for, and I just I don't remember when it was. I had an idea, but I just could not find the episode. Um, Is where the foot episode where you're talking about like bleaching your feet or whatever the hell that was? Just the insanity
0: and old. What Was it day old shoes? Or day old shoes is something I said, and you've reminded me of that at least several times in the two hundred episodes. I
1: think what it was is that there was like three or four consecutive episodes where you had like there was a foot reference that you made, like a significant reference to feet.
0: It was on it my was, mind.
1: It was this thing, yeah. So the foot but,
0: thing was on my mind. So that will always be
1: one of my fa- just my favorite experiences or just general memories of of doing this. So when you die, I will definitely talk about your foot. Thing.
0: Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, because yeah, well, what, one of the things is in listening because I can't remember. I mean, I actually don't know how many episodes or partial episodes I listened to because I tried to be strategic, but I also some of them I just put on, on like i on fast and just listened to them mm-hmm. while I was doing stuff. Yeah, um, to see if I caught something I'd forgotten about, and uh, it was amazing to me. I can't decide which are my favorite episodes just in general because they kind of fall into three categories.
1: Okay. Yes. This is interesting. Okay, because I've got yeah. categories too, and I okay. try All to right. stick
0: to them. So, what are your what are your categories? Well, the, the categories that I found in, in in the 200 episodes, they they fall under one of three things. One is we're arguing, and it's really me just winding you up to argue, right. and you know, it's just, it, it literally is. I'm just gonna I'm just we're gonna have a topic, and you're gonna say something, and then I am just gonna go in for the kill and get you all wound up, and you get really mad, and then we have an argument. That's one, and that's sort of a... I mean, they're, they're all over the place, but that's one. I, and I would, I would categorize that exact
1: same category. I would label that as Don's a fucking bully. Okay, it's, there you it's go. Ju- it's
0: just you going. Why are you
1: hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? It really you know, is. Yeah.
0: It really is me being the uh, the mean big brother. I'm suddenly yeah, totally, Chet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm suddenly Chet to your weird science kid. Yeah. You know, to your Wyatt, and uh, which yeah, is nice because I never that.
1: had a big brother. I, you know, I'm the well, oldest, so I never had a big brother to be a total unnecessary dick. Well, so, there you go. You got thank me. You, thank you. Thank somehow you for you Inherited
0: me. me for 200 episodes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the second category is. Uh, therapy session it's 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 where you're having it's where you're having sort of like a crisis either you're angry at katie or you're scared to be a father or there's just all this kind of stuff and it's really me giving you the tough love guru shit yeah and then sometimes you know when it comes like when it comes to parenting you realizing you don't know what you're fucking talking about don i why would anybody listen to you those happen Um, but yeah, it's the therapy session and, and there's a couple of them where you do therapy on me, but Uh mostly it's me doing therapy on you. So that's the second kind. Yeah. Yeah. That's the second kind. That
1: was, I classify the same thing. Yep. So we're two for two on this. This is, there you go. This is is funny.
0: And then the third one is just, we don't really have a whole lot to talk about. So we're just going to talk about random shit until we find something that we do. And then I go into trying to find something to say. By using lots and lots and lots of words, and you tell terrible, horrible jokes Mm -hmm. as a way to punctuate these things, and that those are our three basic episode types.
1: I so that's I think we differ only slightly in how we both because we didn't discuss this like what Mm. are the categories until just this moment. So I just I think it's very funny
0: that
1: that we came across those same three things. I mean, I guess it's not hard because it's pretty obvious like those are yeah, the, the three beats
0: those are the three things but
1: the final one where you're just talking and i'm delivering really bad jokes i don't i yeah. don't remember if i'd say
0: it's probably like 90 percent are on purpose to be kind of yeah. dumb and shitty yeah um, exactly you're you're but, you're working you, there's nothing to talk about so you're just coming up with the dumbest jokes you can come up with just to make me laugh or make somebody laugh or i make call yourself that like
1: laugh. The, the weird the weird ones where yeah, it's like where we forget ones. you know Wesley Snipes' name on purpose and we're like oh Ruth, Wes- Wesley Willis, Ruth Bader
0: Ginsburg yeah Ruth Gator Binsburg. Ruth Gator Binsburg yeah that was one of them
1: uh, Chadwick yeah. Boswick yeah um, that one uh, w- w- you know yeah anyway like that kind of dumb stuff so yeah, yeah all right so let's dive into this and see the, how yeah, many of these right, categories or so, what our favorites are and what category they fit in and all right yeah. you go
0: first because uh, yeah, I go I've got first all right. It. You're going to go first.
1: So, now, now, I don't know if these... Did you rank yours in order of favorite? Because I, I did not go that way. I, my, my one, two, three, four, five is in um, sequential order.
0: Oh, okay. Well, we're going to stick with that because that's how I've got them wound up. I okay, did cool. mine as my least favorite to my favorite.
1: Okay. I went sequential because I... It just it started that way. I was like, I'm, yeah. when thinking about it, I'm like, let's go back to the very beginning and see like how our chemistry was different, uh, quality because we were filming in or filming uh, recording in your in just your, in our,
0: my apartment your apartment yeah. with like
1: some nights with the windows open and you'd hear you know police cars go by. <laughs> it was we, we were real men on the street kind of thing. One of the yeah. thing well one of the things that made me laugh
0: <laughs> is that in the early t- early days you could hear sirens and cars and then when we moved uh, up here to Vegas, I had my grandfather's clock that chimed. At right. the quarter of every hour, and and I never even realized it until I was actually listening through. I was like, "What the fuck is oh, oh?" That's my grandfather clock chiming in the middle of us recording. So I was like, "Yeah," I, I just realized the third, the fourth, the fourth kind actually contains my single favorite episode. But I did not pull a clip from it because you, neither you or I, are in it. Oh, yes. You know, my favorite single oh my God. episode is my wife... Your mom and Dana. ...interviewing my mom. Yeah. That is... I could listen to that. I've listened to it more than a couple of times, just because I just have so much love for that interview. It's just one of my favorite things. But I'm not mm-hmm. going to pull a clip from it, because, you know...
1: Well, because we're oh. egomaniacs, and they yeah, had their time on our airwaves. This
0: is our goddamn show. Yeah. So we're going to... Okay. Yeah. All right. So. But agreed. That is the best episode
1: Yeah, by far of the best Literary episode. episode. Um, yeah. So I went sequential order. Uh, so my first episode is episode number two. Um, and I don't remember wh- exactly what the date is. This is 2017, November something? No, this is,
0: uh, well, shit.
1: It doesn't matter. It doesn't uh, matter, man. It's early. It's four yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is, the the, the the clip that I picked, um which was the majority of the, of the conversation, because you know, we'll often talk about several different things, but this is about the sensitivity of Me Too. And this was back when the Me Too movement was at its peak or like at its
0: um it was in the beginning it was, it was in it. the
1: beginning but it was really really strong out the gate so yeah. this this was that
0: mom was you know Young, growing, you know, the 70s. Yeah. She, she didn't have a high school graduation or, or diploma. So she had to work a lot of jobs where her looks got her job. She was yeah. secretary, a secretary for a lot of things. She was like, oh, no. And she starts listing, on this phone call with my mom, starts listing, like, shit bosses did to her. Yeah, it's fucked up, right? And, I mean, her point is, the definition of sexual harassment that's coming out of the women today uh-huh doesn't even come close. I mean she was talking talking talk about a boss that he would do she would work the dictaphone, you know, he would dictate and she would, you know, type yep. up the kind of stuff. Yep. And he would get a boner and walk over and place his boner on her shoulder. Jesus while Christ. She was doing. she had one guy that would that would like do dictaphone like he'd, he'd record his notes and she had to take. I mean, he yep. would just say filthy shit to her specifically to her. One guy chased every day, chased her around the fucking office, one day tore her dress until she turned around and grabbed him by the nuts. And he never bothered again. Holy I mean, fuck. mom had to deal with serious, yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's a lot of overcorrection. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, and it's interesting that that our favorite, uh, one of our favorites, is my is an interview with my mom. Given mm-hmm. that, as early as episode two, that you know we're talking about that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, your mom is very influential on this on this podcast. Yeah, well, Not well, just because she, she provided fifty percent of it, but. Uh, She's clearly left a mark.
0: <laughs> She's, yeah, well, yes, yes. My mother. It's you know, it's one of the things Dana and I've talked about. Is is that uh, the failures of other wives I've had was that they didn't understand that there's no way that I'm going to somehow be separated from my mom, mm-hmm. and and so there was always a little bit of a tension in that because I am a mama's boy. There's yeah. no question about it. And Dana just loves my fucking mom, so that mm-hmm. worked out just fine. Yeah, you know, it just worked out fine that way. So
1: maybe that's a trick to a happy marriage. Is- Marry a woman that loves your mom as much as you do. Yeah. You Not know, a woman that is, is like your mom, because that's weird. But That's the, a little weird, my, but,
0: but... Loves yeah, your mom the, the, the way the, you love your mom. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny that... Uh, I mean, literally, that was the second episode. Our first episode was called Ira Glass is a Douche. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we've been kind of slamming that all the way through. Well, one of the things for my... Number five. This is my second one, but this is my first clip... Um, and I had to debate, because as much as my mom tends to be a, a central focus, mm-hmm. your wife your wife uh, is featured quite a bit yep. on the ApeCast. And some of the funniest stuff is when mm-hmm. you are... L- it, 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 the only thing I can think of is that you know that she's not going to listen to your podcast. Yeah. Because you say shit that just, you can't. And so I picked... <laughs> Like, I remember we had the the episode where you, for her birthday, got her a a nose-picking game. It was a a, pimple-popping game.
1: It was a Dr. Pimple. Yeah, pimple-popping
0: game. That's what it was. And I thought about that one. But this was on the eve of April Fool's. This is episode 75. Okay. And this is you talking about what kind of pranks you're going to play on your wife.
1: So I was thinking, like, what can I do this year... For April fools like on katie and i th- here, here's my immediate thoughts like i come out as gay that is crossing a line because yeah. her greatest fear is well she has two one that i i i come out as gay that she married a homosexual you know she's as really
0: worried she, like she seriously is. worried that she dated homosexual. like
1: two guys before me that ended up gay so it's like a thing and i guess because i you know, because I openly admit to anybody who asks or doesn't that I would gladly dig up the bones of Gene Kelly and dry hump them till I wept. Who wouldn't? You know, right? Fucking, he's hot. It's Gene like, he's fucking right? Kelly, man. Yeah. So, I, I understand her fear, but whatever. Uh, her other fear is that I will kill, I will drown her, I like take her out on the boat and then like kill her and throw, you know, I'll, I'll Natalie wood her. That's and that was a. Fear Are you of her, serious? That was a her fear was that she would be you know murdered on a boat and dumped in the sea long before she met me. So, marrying a bo- a boat guy, marrying into a boat family was probably not the smartest move.
0: Now we've never Marry, killed anybody. Mar- marrying you know. a boat guy who really focuses on how his ass looks in pants, right? I you mean, might be gay. She's, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. You know what? She's right to feel this way. She's right to feel this she way. She is yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, I know. Now I'm a little worried about both of them. So, so I thought about that. I'm like, no, that's not cool. I thought about getting up early and taking Harry and I, like, hiding him somewhere, like, like taking him to my mom's.
0: <laughs> oh, you're a fucking dick.
1: But oh, leaving, you're the worst. but like leaving his pajamas that she put yeah. in, and, his, and like then when she wakes was, up like um, he was abducted. Yeah. So like doing it at like four in the morning, getting into my mom's. Oh, and, you're the worst! And oh, I'm like, you don't that do would not do right, that because that wouldn't. You be You will funny. be divorced.
0: Yes. You're moving to Vegas right. by yourself because you're divorced, man. Just the the, the, the depravity of you, the depravity yeah. of you, coming up with that shit and Can actually I, recording it because you know it's not going anywhere. It's it's on the internet. It, there's it's yeah, there forever. You're yeah. waking up. So if you ever do, if Harry ever gets abducted, I'm prime suspect. You really are. Yeah. Especially if you decide to be gay and drown your wife in a boating accident. I mean, I, I'm telling you, man, I, <laughs> you really kind of painted yourself in a corner.
1: Well, I got to say this. Um, I stand by the Gene Kelly statement.
0: Well, I'm yeah, who does Dig up his this. bones,
1: yeah. dry hump him till I wept. I yeah. stand by that. We all whip. So my next episode is episode number 18. This is about our past selves... Uh, versus our current selves, and you have this fascinating, weird defense of Instagram,
0: like your affinity for social media. Yeah, this is when I was. This is when I was very into social yeah. media, and I was yeah, and I was doing Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah.
1: it was weird the way that you're just like, oh yes, Instagram. You know, talking. But also, I was proud of the way that you were gaming the system. Um, and then the, the, we have this midlife crisis talk.
0: Yes, yes. And there, there are two clips. One is about the IG hack, and the second is a music conversation. Let's listen. How do I make money with my Instagram? With people jerking off to you well, in workout this is pants? Well, thing, nobody's jerking off to me in workout pants. However, Can I just give you 20 bucks and not have to jerk off to you in workout pants? Yeah, I'll take right. it. Um, <laughs> because, uh, what, uh, the beginning of the year... I've, the only reason I mention this is because I've gotten a, a number of people who are not in the best shape. I'm just saying. Have kind of got up my ass in the last, I want to say the last couple of weeks. And what shape is your ass in? My ass is in excellent shape. All right. So these unshapen people. I'm not saying they're unshapen. I'm just saying they don't work out. Okay. And I've been getting a lot of like, what's your fucking problem, Don? I mean, not all of them are that aggressive. My mother-in-law is just like, well, I can't all your gym pictures on instagram do you post gym okay this thing every week i take two pictures of me working out at the wicker park athletic club because in january i got an email from the social media director of wicker of the chicago athletic association Mm -hmm. and it basically said hey if you post you've got a lot of followers on instagram if you post and tag us on your post twice a week at the gym we will give you three free months of gym membership so So you had an interesting question
1: yeah I asked you uh, it was a musical challenge yeah what is there any better song uh, is there any better musical song about a man's concern with aging and his mortality than Paul Simon's You Can Call Me Out my first answer was "Cats in the Cradle," and you said that. Yeah, I said but that's a yeah, song. but that fucking song. I bad. actually like that song. No, I know you do. That's why you said it. And that's yeah. you can be wrong sometimes. That song is fucking horrible. No, it's a great song. It's not "Cats in the
0: Cradle." No, I know how still, it goes, still, which, which is it's unfortunate. a great
1: song. It's. I think it's too on the head. Well, like, that's why it works. You can call me out. I think it's it's lighter, so it's almost disguised as this like. And of course, I'm putting words into yeah, yeah. Paul Simon's mouth. I well, don't sure. know exactly what he was thinking when he wrote the song. Oh, yeah. But it's like, like, I've got all these questions and where's my wife and family and my hero went off with some, and he fucking insults a woman. He's like, he went off with some ugly chick down yeah. that dark alley. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? He just left me for some piece of shit? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, but it's these questions about, and he's looking around, he's in this foreign land, and he doesn't know what the fuck's it's going the on. It's midlife but, crisis. But then he has yeah. this moment where he's like, oh, fuck it. Hallelujah. And yeah. He's looking around and I dig that and it's fun and it's fun. And the video well, is gives fucking you great,
0: hope. And, it gives you hope. Which is always you're an feeling uncomfortable despair. thing for me. You're but yeah, but I spare. So it's
1: like a nice ending to this. Because you are how old? 38. So you're pushing 40. Yeah. And, but I've always... And I've is always 40 bothering you? I. You, you know, yeah. what's f- the, the funniest thing about that, that last clip about um, the Midlife Crisis song, you can call me Alan Paul Simon, uh-huh. is when I say my age, that oh. I'm 38... Uh-huh. When I hear that, I think, "My God, I was so young then." It was four years ago.
0: It was only four years ago. That was episode eighteen.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know why I feel that. W- maybe we should hash this out. Like, why thirty-eight feels so... Maybe because I didn't have a kid yet. I bet that's what that's it exa- is. I bet I'll that's bet what that, it is. Yeah, I bet
0: that's exactly what it is. You know, I mean, I, mean, was, I was thirty-eight was... when he was born. So he must have just been born. Yeah. I think, yeah, it was pretty early in the process. You were still struggling with the yeah, idea. she would have of, been still pregnant then. Yeah, do I want to be think. a father yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, there were some of those conversations in the therapy sessions. Like, do yeah. I want to be a father? What if, you know, why can't I go back and be a fucking clueless father? Degenerate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's been interesting because that, that, that is, uh, it's one of the things I think is most interesting about the whole concept of a podcast is... Uh, Dana reminded me that Frank Lydon once uh, was like taking a picture a day. Remember that? Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, every single day. And I remember when I, oh, this is shit. There was an app was before Instagram where you could literally take a selfie a day and, and 365 days later you could see how much or little you had changed yeah. over that process. And the thing about doing a weekly podcast is that we can see just like the IG, the ig hack story yeah versus how i feel about that shit now right you can see genuine change kind of mm-hmm. go in there mm-hmm. and i think there's something kind of uh, kind of amazing about that process and i and, I, and I, it's one of those things i had not considered until we hit 200 episodes and i started listening back i went oh wow yeah,
1: yeah it's, a, it's a good time a capsule it's a yeah yeah it's interesting
0: yeah. Alright, well my next piece, this is my fourth, uh that I like, it is from episode six, so now we're going back a little bit. Episode six, and uh this just is one of my favorite discussions of a singer who before talking to you I revered. Let's listen. So
1: as part of discovery, when you you know you do these things in, in the court system, dad had to walk through Dennis DeYoung's house and look at what was done and assess, you know, the work that was done and all that shit. Dad tells me that it is the most disgusting place he's ever been in. And my dad has been executor to some really fucked up people who sure. they stopped bathing 10 years ago and all pean, they had was... peeing in jars. They're peeing in jars. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. like a garage full of rubbing alcohol. Powered huge shit. Right. So my dad has seen some shit. Some of the shit he's seen was in... Dennis D. Young's toilets, literally just turds, gigantic turds floating in all of the toilets in his house. Crap all over the place. Just this he didn't disgusting. Like to flush? I guess not. Or he was like, "Fuck it, the lawyers are coming over. I'm gonna put turds in the toilet." And maybe and that's them. more
0: likely. Yeah. Either way, he's either disgusting. No, or but, he's a fucking dick. Well, no. If you know lawyers are coming, now not paying a friend for a long time. But if you know lawyers are gonna come, then you don't have a choice. If like, if I get a call from a landlord, it's like you don't have a choice. People that are trying to sue you are gonna come over to your house. I mean, I'm gonna leave turds in the toilet. But no, I'm gonna a- think twice about it. But it's an asshole thing to do. No, it's just sort of like saying I don't give a shit what you think. Walk into my house and you're gonna look at a turd. I don't. So af- after you, don't stay you ripped long. off
1: your best friend. You took your best friend, oh, yeah, see, that, that, and then you're gonna go and different. do this.
0: Okay, if you're if you a rip di- off like, your best friend when you're, I mean, you're doing of, these other things. The it's not I like got
1: it. I got it. It's not like right now your house is perfectly fine. It's I'm like, hey, Don, I'm adjust. a lawyer. I'm coming over to look but at your house. And you start the, shitting in your toilets the, and not flushing. But the thing
0: it. is you set this up as this is Howard Hughes-level mania. And believe oh, no. it turns into toilets, not that big a deal. No, that's what I'm saying. What I meant by that is that my dad has seen yeah, the Howard that's what Hughes I'm Insane.
1: Like, um, Dennis DeYoung was not the Howard Hughes Insane. Okay. But, like, my dad was just so disgusted by this. It was petty. It was petty. Okay. It was just this petty, stupid Dennis DeYoung bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I think the other part of the conversation certainly had to include, maybe the beginning of the conversation was just that Dennis DeYoung sucks as an artist. Yeah, he's a dick, yeah. he's just a prick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But well what I love what I love about that clip mostly is that you start by telling this story and we both get into a, a, a sort of a bizarre rabbit hole about whether or not it was appropriate to just shit in your toilet and leave turns and just for leave people turns. to see. And you're like, No, that's a terrible thing to do. I was like, I'd do it. Think like, turns. Yeah. It's like this is this is the essence of the ape cast of kind of <laughs> Here we're gonna start on A, and then we're going to Q, yep. and then L, and eventually we'll get to B. Let's and let's make up a letter while we're at it, because what yeah, the hell? Yeah, because it's just that's just kind of how. Yeah, yep. Ruth yep, Gator yep, Binsburg,
1: yep. that motherfucker. That's, that's
0: what we did. The, we do derail once in a while, but that made me laugh so hard when I was listening to it.
1: So my third episode is about something we I feel like we rarely talk about on the literate Apecast. Uh, this is an episode that is about. Um, about writing, about being prolific, and how working with others
0: can make you better. Um, if you want to know, that, um, out of two hundred episodes, twenty-three are about writing. That's that's it. Yep. <laughs> That's all. Twenty three that we actually have a discussion about writing or the or the profession of writing. Just or 23. writing Technique. Twenty three out of two hundred. We've talked about writing. The rest and we're we, talking about Marvel and movies almost, and TV, and we almost and never <laughs> talk about books or reading books. Nope. Nope. Yeah, Not at all. Ape. This. Fuck I feel us. like the,
1: this. The name of this ape, of this uh, podcast is a bait and switch. That's, it really is. That's what it is. We're catfishing our listeners, I guess. I don't Yeah. Know if catfishing's yeah. right, but. Yeah, come to the Literate Apecast. We don't talk about books. We talk about Marvel movies and television yeah, and, and, and my kid screaming at us. And, and <laughs> pranks on your
0: wife. And, and Don's yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. That's really what it's all about. So, all right, so this is episode, uh, this was what? Uh, this is episode, episode 53. 53. Um, and I like what I called it, but I won't tell you what I called it until we listen to it because it made me laugh. <laughs>
1: Before we started this magazine, I remember telling you that I was impressed with how um, just you were publishing every day. Oh yeah, I blogged
0: every fucking day. um,
1: And I was just so impressed with your ability to just write all the time. There was always something and it was always good.
0: Um, Well, thank you. I mean, full of typos. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting better. That's actually yeah, I said that the other yeah. day. Because I was One of the things that's been very good about working with you and my wife is that I'm getting better yeah. at noticing the typos. I don't want well, nice. to catch them you, before publication. You no longer type with them. your elbows. I that's, don't. And that's it's, a, it's, 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 it's or my, it's my dick. A plus. Right. Because yeah. I used to just slap my dick right, right on the keyboard. Like, oh, ah, that looks good. And hope words came out. Right. And it was just one of those things. And what's
1: quite amazing is that you never wrote a Libertarian piece with your While, dick. While slapping my dick. Because all the opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because um, science has shown that the the tip of the penis yeah. is the most libertarian part. Well, I did of write a lot body. of
0: criticisms of George W. Bush with the tip of my. See, tongue. there you go, and just whacking it. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what I wrote what? just for short yeah, typing with dick. Yeah. I was like, you chose this, and and the way you pitched it was this is about writing, and then all of a sudden it's all about me <laughs> slapping my dick on a keyboard. I went, okay, I guess it's kind of about writing, but. Yeah, we spent a lot of time talking about my dick. So well, and, it's like, and, all right, there you go.
1: And that's just the thing is like, we went from A yeah. to Q. <laughs> I, and I, maybe there was something else in the episode um, that got edited out in, in the recording where we we're talking about libertarians and dicks. Because it wasn't in the episode. Like, it was, fr- I just episode. make this what seems to me like a callback to libertarian dicks. That I don't know yeah. what the hell we're talking about. I might the thing the,
0: is I might have edited it out and didn't even catch the, the secondary yeah, reference. Yeah. But uh yeah, because you know, we we the but who early knows? days it could have just been me saying that because Yeah, the early days when we when we were in my apartment, I mean we we talked for hours. I mean yeah. there, there was a lot of material, so yeah. I really had to kind of find uh I had to find stuff to excise because I didn't want us to have a Joe Rogan linked yeah. podcast, you know. No. There you go. All right, yeah. well, my next is another uh, of your celebrity stories. Um, <laughs> and I love this because uh, it what really of reveals... Of course, the celebrity is not an author,
1: I'm sure. No, of course. We, course, we no, it's talk not about a writing a, on
0: the ape, guys. No, no, this is not an <laughs> author. Well, actually, actually, this is about writing. Mm. But how you wrote and created something awful it is a result of you writing and creating something... Universally vapid and horrifying. So, listen to this. All right.
1: Okay. Kim Kardashian. So, my editor calls me up uh, and I had just. Oh, fuck. It doesn't matter. So, my editor calls me up and he says, Hey, do you want the cover story for the next issue? And I said, Yeah, great. What is it? He said, It's on Kim Kardashian. It's a profile on Kim Kardashian. I said, That's great. Who's Kim Kardashian? He said, "Uh, She's Paris Hilton's best friend. Um, she had a sex tape with Ray J. And I said, oh, wow. Who's Ray J? He said, uh, Brandy's brother. And I said, oh, Moesha. Great. Is a story about the sex tape? No, we can't talk about that. So what's the story about? Uh, well, I don't, her, her dad was OJ's lawyer. Are we going to talk about that? No, we can't talk about that. So what's the story about? I don't know. We're just doing a profile on her. You're going to do it and figure it out. Okay. So... I scheduled this interview with this woman that I know... Noth- Again, this is early 2007. Kim Kardashian as we know
0: her now does not exist yet. Her sex... No, she, well, her sex- she existed. The only difference between Kim Kardashian in 2007 and Kim Kardashian now is you and your fucking profile. It's right. That's the only difference. So, She's exactly the same vapid piece of shit she was then. Now, now. But now... Everybody decided she was news. Hang on. So they made her news. And that's the difference. She had good PR and they twisted,
1: they took advantage of her sex tape notoriety and they turned it into whatever the fuck my profile was. So I get on Uh the phone with her and I have this, I have this conversation with her and honest to God, Don, she's not vapid. She Mm. is, she was on weight weight. she's fine. She's, She was so sweet and so genuine and sincere and has such a commitment to family. Like she's a, I mean, she's a, she's whatever. She's a weirdo. I don't think that she's worthy of, you know, Kim Kardashian breaks the internet. Like, ah, shut the fuck up. I don't give a shit about keeping up with the Kardashians. But here's the thing. So I write this profile and there's nothing really to it because who cares? Like she runs a clothing store with her sisters. Uh, She plays tennis. She's religious, okay. Newsworthy, right? I'm writing of this story. In the story, I say, and I'm I'm paraphrasing myself here, that her life is the kind of thing that could lead to a Ryan Seacrest-produced reality show on E. Two years later, Kim Kardashian and her family is starring in a Ryan Seacrest-produced reality show on E. Mm -hmm. And that motherfucker hasn't paid me a fucking dime. (laughs)
0: <laughs> now, granted, I, I recognize that when I said, let's pick clips, I was like, yeah, 90 seconds clips and all my clips are way too fucking long, but I just can't. How could I not have that story in yeah. that way? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah it's got to go a little longer because it's a good story.
1: It is. A good, and again, she's still to this day. I mean, I'm not as a journalist like I was um, back then, but she was really one of the top, probably top five interviews, like celebrity interviews that I've ever done. Um also up there would be Juliet Lewis who's just cool as hell. Okay. Um and Joanna Angel was a lot of fun.
0: I don't know who that is.
1: Joanna Angel is a porn star.
0: Her big oh, well, thing was that
1: she was like some Jewish girl from Brooklyn or something and um was all tatted up and she had what was her website Burning Angels. She was like punk rock metal suicide girls porn. So there you go. Um yeah.
0: So there's yeah, that. But I, yeah. <laughs> but I love that. I love yeah. that story. I loved because I predict. Can, I I accidentally early, predicted it. I, yeah, but if you hear in the early part of that clip, you can hear that I'm really wound up. I'm like yeah. pissed. Yeah. And it was because before then, what we were having a discussion about was writing. It was one of the ones about writing, but it was yeah. talking about the state of journalism at the time mm-hmm. and how you know, and I was I was really trying to make my case that uh, most news is not news. Mm-hmm. And then you suddenly bring up that you created Kim Kardashian (laughs) fluff piece about Kim Kardashian and created that wart on society. So I, yeah, yeah, that was where that was coming from. So that was one that was about writing and one where I was a bully asshole. So there you go. Look at that. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly. We are multifaceted is what I'm saying. Yeah. Rock and roll.
1: So my next episode is episode number 129. So we're getting closer to modern, modern day Don and Dave. Um, and this is the money the money talk uh, about the responsibility of having money, um, where I really, I think the big thing here is that, um, of course, this is the, about the responsibility of having money,
0: in my opinion. This is not Yeah, like, and there, there are two clips, just so you know, there are two clips uh, that are separated by time. So, uh, yeah, but they both make the same point. You asked for the two clips, so I, I went ahead and included them. Why not?
1: Great. Um, and the first one, well, I, I basically, I mean, I'm, I'm taking Oprah and Jeff Bezos I'm
0: calling them just out. Beat, calling them yeah, out. you're just beating the shit at them. All right.
1: Yeah, Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil are doctors. Dr. Phil, however, and I guess Laura Ingram did this the other day, where she went to Dr. Phil about how, oh, as yeah. a medical expert, it's okay that we should open up the economy. First of all, this motherfucker is not a medical expert.
0: No. Second of all, he's
1: not an economics expert. He is. He has as much business talking about expertise around opening up the economy in the face of COVID-19 as you or I do exactly I might even have a little more
0: because I was editor of a health magazine maybe I maybe I don't know probably not but no okay but you still didn't have a talk show and you weren't endorsed by Oprah but like and then doctor no. she
1: gave us Dr. Oz too these guys are problematic Oprah what? is a piece of shit
0: if you had billions and billions of dollars and you didn't know what else to do with it, and, you know, I mean, okay, there's there's Richard Pryor and Brewster's Millions. He ran for fucking office. Well, that's stupid. So why not build a spaceship and fly to space? Why
1: not? I just like to think that all these people that wanted, that do, that have all this money and all yeah. this access and all these, all these, they have every possibility laid out before them. Like... Go to space, dude. That's awesome. Because if I had his money, I would totally go to space. But you know, I'd I'd also try and put money back into humanity a bit more. Like, how is this going to help humanity? Why? Because this is the world we live in. This is the world we share. Like when Oprah opened up a school in Africa. And here we are, like in just blocks away from where Harpo Studios was. Dilapidated neighborhoods. School is shit. Schools are closing. She doesn't give a shit about the town that, that that helped make her and shape her, and that you know that that she lives in her hometown.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we are not going to be endorsed at any point in our podcast by Ira Glass, nope. Dynasty Young, Oprah Winfrey, Jeff Ew. Bezos. Uh-uh. Yeah, we 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 pretty much shit on. We shit on a lot of people. We're yeah. honest though. We're being honest about yeah. shitting.
1: I mean, I. I ain't, I ain't afraid to no know Oprah.
0: I also, again, I love the goad. Yeah. The gadfly. It's like, you say something very obvious, and my response is,
1: why? Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm
1: such a fool, because I, I know you that you it. don't mean it. Like, I know what you're doing.
0: Yeah. But That's you still the fall bit. for it. Every, this is you the fall bit. for it every time. Every yeah. time.
1: And, yeah, I don't know. I just... I'm a I'm a I'm a battered spouse.
0: You are. You are. You are absolutely abused. I
1: just I just can't speaking, leave him.
0: Speaking of abuse, now this was the one uh one episode we both coincided with, so I picked mm. two clips from that same episode. This is episode one seventy-six, and I have two clips of the beleaguered father dealing with his wild rabid child that made me laugh i've i've probably listened to these two clips at least 12 times just in the last two the, days cuz they make me laugh so fucking hard oh
1: let me let me just say this cuz i mean yes. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm giving the same cuz this, is your, se- yeah, this yeah. is your
0: setup as well yeah um, so i was
1: listening to this episode on a run um early morning <laughs> the sun wasn't even up yet and usually, you know, I'll get up and run. I'm out there at 5.30. I get home around 6, 6.15, you know, whatever, somewhere around there. And Harry's not awake yet. But at, like at the back end of the run, I'm starting to think like, all right, cool. You know, I'm ready. I'm excited to see Harry this morning. He's always so sweet when he wakes up and, you know, get some snuggle time and wrestle time, you know. Um, I get excited to see him. And I got through most of that, what, what, what we're about to hear. And I had, to, I had to turn it off. I couldn't listen to it anymore because I was running and I was getting, I was getting upset. I was getting stressed. I was beginning to resent him. I, I was feeling about Harry the way I do at nighttime <laughs> and when I'm doing bedtime, when I'm putting him to bed, uh-huh. which is not how I should be feeling first thing in the morning.
0: That is true. So is I, had crude. To, I had
1: to turn off the episode and then I think I put on like fresh air or something. I just needed something completely different.
0: Completely different. So here it is. And this is this is
1: a much younger this is why thirty-eight feels so far from forty-two.
0: Yes, yes. And this is from 176. It wasn't that long ago. Two clips. One of the things I can't that I've You're go. Your what is gone? My dump truck Your dump truck is gone. Yes. Tell him I've got it. <laughs> Tell him I fucking have it.
1: Why does, Why is your dump truck gone? Because and he
0: doesn't get his fucking dump away. truck back until I get to have a podcast. Why did
1: Mommy take it away? Because I want
0: it back. That doesn't make sense. That, that, that makes no sense. it back?
1: Well, why did you have it? Yeah. And then what happened? Mommy take it away. Why did she take it away?
0: Because I didn't clean up my mess. Because
1: you didn't clean up your mess?
0: Yeah. Well, I want
1: it back. Well, sweetie, you need to clean up your mess. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that's what has to happen. You got to clean up your messes, okay? Did you clean up the mess? No. Okay, well go clean up the mess, and you'll probably get your dump truck back. Well, if you don't want to, you don't get your dump truck back. You know what I don't want to do? I don't want to listen to you crying right now. Just me. Just me.
0: Right. Don't clean up your mess. I don't tell, want to. tell Katie I had the same you can tell Katie I had the same conversation with Dana where I started crying and I wanted something and she said, No, you can't have that. And I said, But I want it. And she said, clean up your mess. And I said, I don't want to. And it's like, yeah, yeah, same, same thing. And then thing.
1: what happened? Did you get the thing you wanted? No, because I didn't no, clean up my not. mess.
0: <laughs> And then here oh, is Oh God. Yeah, I know I can see your uh, face. Here is a second clip. Uh gotta be a way to get us to stop looking into the glass. Oh my goodness. This is the best.
1: Maybe you guys should go play. If you guys can see his face, it's just
0: like it's like somebody's just like filing his toes down and snip right now
1: he's like literally on the floor yeah she's pulling at him and his like if he had longer if i hadn't cut his fingernails yesterday he'd be scratching through the floor oh yeah like a cartoon character
0: he is just having a grand mal seizure and poor katie she just got the so that's things i'm telling them why you're dealing with this and if you can see your face yeah, your face looks like someone... Let's put it this way. All I want to hear Harry say is to look at you and go, "mow, mow" and slap you in the face. "mow, mow," And then like Robert De Niro, you go, ooh, and then you do the Russian roulette. Yeah, so yeah. that's what it looks like on your face. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my face
1: right now looks like the moment right before somebody ties the noose and puts their head through it.
0: <laughs>
1: Jesus <Jeez laughs> Christ. Yeah, that's hard to listen to. And... Just so we're clear, full disclosure.
0: It's not hard for me
1: to listen to. That's, that's what happened funny tonight. Shit. That happened tonight. Before. Okay. It, was, it was even but bigger because he's bigger, he's bigger. now and yeah. he's got more words and he's smarter. So he's more clever and it just goes on longer and longer. Uh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> See, I'm tired. About it now is, I'm tired.
0: The thing about it is, going back to my mom, you know, because we talked about my mom. Yeah. My mom would just say, spank the shit out of it. But I also know that you're far too progressive than to spank your child. Well, I, she used to beat the shit out of me. My parents were,
1: yeah. I mean, there was. Wooden, I mean, my mother was like a ninja with a wooden spoon. She, I mean, she, she was like yeah. Thor. She was like Thor. She could be downstairs, hear us fighting upstairs. She's in the kitchen, you know, making dinner. And she, she would knock it off and she would throw the spoon from the kitchen. It would whoo, 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 you know, through the living room and the dining room so and then I, have you up have you stairs seen the and latest what smack to her. You've seen the uh, latest
0: what's if? I
1: have. Hammer boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> I think you said yeah, hammerang, get it? Hammerang, yeah. <laughs> get it? That's, yeah. Yeah. So I, the, the spanking thing, I just I don't see I what know the you're not gonna spank. But the kid. point I is. It. I mean it's less about like don't hit the kid, but it's more like all it's gonna do is Upset him more. Um, no, so it's like, fear.
0: Fear is good.
1: Yeah, but I, I don't want him to fear me. At least not yet.
0: No, Katie should beat him. She should be the heavy.
1: Oh yeah, Katie can barely knows how to make a fist. Like she tucks her thumb in. Yeah, I, actually think, could, I actually think she, she does do that. I think I taught her how to do she it. She could right. get
0: a, She could get a wooden spoon though.
1: Yeah, but I don't think she'd waste breaking a wooden spoon. I mean, she's got like some really nice wooden spoons because she's a well. If she was gonna use a fancy cook, if
0: she was gonna use a wooden spoon, then she'd use it on you from one from episode one eighty three. Now this is the episode that no one can listen to because I put it up and you begged me to take it down. Oh Jesus Christ!
1: What are you doing?
0: It's my favorite fucking episode, and you don't get to. We're not taking this one down. This it's this okay so here's the setup. Be cool. So we're we're talking. I'm totally cool. We're talking about how uh, how David's gonna go to his first in person happy hour with his new workmates, and I said you're gonna go to the happy hour and then you're gonna come home and record the Apecast, and you were like yeah it'll all be drunk it'll be funny, and so he comes and he you knew I was gonna do this. How could you be surprised by this? I just I don't know what part you're gonna put and and, and so he 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 comes home and he's he's plowed I mean he's drunk I was drunk and and so we do and basically the episode it's episode 183 and you can't find it. Don't even look 183 is not online because I put it up and it was his 42nd birthday talk about a nice book in from the 38s to the 42. Jesus but it's Christ. his 42nd yeah. birthday and so it really was just about David holding court as and I just let him talk cuz he was so drunk it was just funny as shit to watch him just stumble over himself. But part of it was about the fact that he and his he and his uh his his new office mates got kicked out of the bar. Yeah. That they were in. Well, so I put it up and then you David start slowly saying, please take it down. And I think you're joking at first. And then you're offering me like $100. And then you're offering me like bacon and cheese. And I'm like, <laughs> finally, finally, after about three days of this, I said, like, are you fucking serious? And you went, yeah, I'm deadly serious because, you know, I'm embarrassed and, and my, you know, it's people just at work. bad
1: scene, man. Just a bad yeah, scene. Yeah, just a bad
0: scene. And, uh, and so I did the thing that I would never do for anybody in the world. I went ahead and censored us and I took it down. And now no here you way. are putting it back up. You're goddamn right. I'm going to yeah. put a little snippet back up because, damn it, that's the beauty. This is the exercise. What are our favorite clips? This is one of my favorite episodes. And I listened to the entire episode to find the right clip. Can you just, just so tell you know. me
1: how long this clip is?
0: A uh, couple minutes. Hold on. Just listen. Just enjoy.
1: They wear masks to keep us safe, right? With From their spittle, their spittle and the, the germs and everything else, except they keep touching their face to adjust their mask, which is like, oh, that feels worse. Just take it off and spit on us, rather than like put on your fingers and let it mix around and then touch our food. But anyway, our server's great. We order another round and it's maybe like the third, fourth round. We're being cool. We're loud. We're having fun. We're laughing, but we're not making a scene. And the server comes up to us and she says, yeah, so my boss told me I can't serve you guys anymore because you're being too loud. And we're all like, well, fuck that. Give us the fucking bill then. All right, we'll get the fuck out of here. Eat shit and die. Who gives a fuck? And she's like, all right. So she goes away and she comes back with the bill and one of my coworkers is in between, like, you guys can't drink anymore, you guys. You guys are too rough, you guys are too loud. We can't have you drinking drink anymore. One of my coworkers gets really fucking bent out of shape. Because, like, honest to Christ, i like, I have been kicked out of bars before. I have fucked people in public when it shouldn't have happened. I've gotten blown with my penis in a girl's mouth in public. I've done horrible, horrible things that should not have been done in public, in public places where I've been kicked out. Well, that's what in public means, yeah. Yeah, and rightfully so. This was not one of those things. We were just being loud and laughing no and having and a good time. No dicks, no mouths, no fucking children being sacrificed or fucked in just the butt. Just got loud and
0: obnoxious and go fuck yourself because I can't. Arguably, like not even dicks. loud and obnoxious.
1: Not even. But when dicks. they said,
0: "like," but when they said you're cut off, we went. You became dicks. No, we went.
1: Okay. All
0: That's right. not what, what you just said your co worker. Oh, uh, sorry.
1: So we went. Was a dick. Okay, fine. So then we get the bill. We're like, this is kind of like, as we started thinking about it, this is kind of fucked oh, up. That's like the weren't,
0: worst. You're drunk and you're thinking. That's the worst.
1: Now, yeah. Drunk people yeah. trying to legitimize their bullshit it's, is always it's bullshit. Just, we get yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Honest to Christ, on fuck these people because this guy came up to us this fucking <laughs> fancy boy came up to us and he was like yeah we're a family restaurant and we don't like cursing and we're like what are you what do you talk curse what are you talking about he goes what one of your friends put their feet up on the table and i said When Liz, we were talking about tattoos, and like, look, yeah, one of our friends, Liz, put her foot up on the table because we were talking about tattoos, and she's like, I've got one on my foot, it's of Keith Richards, it's on her foot, ha ha ha, okay, yeah, we put, so I was like, so what's your deal? He said, we don't accept that, we're a family place, and we have video footage of you putting your foot on the table, and I said, so you're kicking us out because we put our foot on a table.
0: <laughs> I have, just, I have had sex. is the thing: and I've had a dick this, in my mouth. That's not what I said. That's it is not, what you
1: said. No, I, I've had a blowjob with a dick in my mouth. I, God, you can't. This is why you don't drink, kids. This is why oh, you, you don't drink. It's the funniest. When when you let yourself get ahead of yourself. <laughs> and then you come and you try to perform for yourself. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. And, and you, you understand. idiot buddy, I have I have I have an hour of that. I have an hour That's of ridiculous. that. And, and we and, and basically my goal for season 3, which is, you know, episode 201 to 300, yeah. If I can manage to get the entire out in snippets, I will have accomplished my goal. It'll be just like, "Hey, oh, by the way, remember when you said this about your birthday?" And then it's some more n- drunken nonsense because that shit is funny. You know it's funny. While we're listening to it, we're both laughing our asses off. I'm cringing. I'm cringing. You're cringing. I, all right, I'm laughing yeah. my ass off. That's all right. Let's be fair. I just, I mean, it's just, it's absurd. It's yeah. It's, I know. That's what I said when you said I'm going to go to this happy hour and then we'll record the Apecast. I went, "Are you sure?" Because you're going to be drunk. You're oh, it'll be great. Oh, I was so fratty. I was so fratty. You Just, were 100 percent a frat boy.: I yeah, was you
1: turned God, that's like the dark, the darkest side of my dark side. was that uh-huh. That's disgusting. And I apologize for it. and I have no one to blame but somebody else. There you go.
0: All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week.
1: My first thing this week is go back in time (laughs) skip through the last 20 minutes of this episode until you get to this moment right now or it's a read it's in the new york times headline is bezos puts one billion of 10 billion sorry what bezos puts one billion dollars of 10 billion dollars 10 billion dollar climate change pledge into conservation jesus
0: that, that was a, a, yeah. That's quite a. That's that's a quite mouthful. a headline. That's
1: a bad headline, is what it is. It is a it bad makes headline. Sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I may have written it down wrong. I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, what this is is that. So Jeff Bezos, to our, per our earlier discussion um, from one of the episodes, um, that Bezos build his his dick rocket, go to space, do your thing, but also give back. If you've got all this money, give back to the to society and the people. Um, he had pledged, pledged, had not committed money to, but pledged. Ten billion dollars to some kind of sustainable future, something or other. But he is now, as of like last week, I guess, um, committed one billion. So he's begun his pledge. He's taking action on it. So he's actually now putting money where his dick rocket has been blasting off from. All which right, is, that's which is good. nice. So thank you, Jeff Bezos. I will buy some shit on Amazon tonight. Then, now, right, I, f- now I feel like I'm helping
0: the planet because it's making them richer. so You're welcome, Earth. Thank you. I ordered some stuff as well. Uh, My first thing is a read. Um, It is in the New York Times, and it is called Jeff Probst is the ultimate survivor. That's right. After a pandemic of a year and a half or whatever it is, something like that, Uh, Survivor's Back Uh, came on last week. And uh, I love Survivor. It is my favorite thing in the world. I love it's Jim so Probst. And, uh, and this is, this actually is a pretty good article because it really talks about sort of the lasting value of the show and how he's changed the show to match, uh, slowly ch- changed the show to match c- certain uh, societal needs and, and some of the issues that people are talking about. And specifically now he's dealing with the pandemic. And so um, it's a shorter... Uh, Version. Usually it's 39 days on the island. Now it's 24 because they had uh, two weeks of quarantine before they could actually start the show. So it's like uh, it's a very interesting stripped down version. I'm excited to watch it. It's my favorite show ever. And uh, uh, it's in the New York Times. So you should read it. All right.
1: Uh, My next thing is a watch and I have not watched it yet. So it's not really a. Like, oh, this is good, you know, a recommendation, but um, it's watch, you can go in theaters, or you can watch on HBO Max, Cry Macho, Clint Eastwood's new movie.
0: I watched it the other night, and I bawled like a fucking baby, and I loved it.
1: Okay, because Clint Eastwood's personally, politically, is kind of a schmuck, but... The dude makes
0: really good movies. He's ninety one fucking. And years old. And he's ninety one years old. Yeah. Not only did he direct this movie, but he's in it. Yeah. Um And he's very good. And uh, and and it's a lovely. I mean, it's not the best. Certainly, it's not his best movie. This is no unforgiven.
1: Yeah. But
0: it's uh, and it's not as weird as the fucking mule. But mm. it's it's a good. <laughs> I have watched su- the mule yet. Oh, that's a yeah. fucking. That's like a fever dream. That's sort of like Clint Eastwood trying to. Channel David Lynch. I mean, it's a weird fucking movie. Okay, it's good, huh. yeah. but it, but it, it is not what you expect. You know, it's sort of like it's kind of like. Did you ever see Bird? No. With Forrest Whitaker, um, it's no. about Charlie Parker. That that that's one of uh, I mean, that's a movie that uh, Clint Eastwood wrote and directed. Mm, it's called okay. Bird. It's yeah. about Charlie Parker. First, Whitaker is fucking quite brilliant in it, mm. uh, and but it's very. Interesting and very uh, fever dream feeling in some ways because he died as of a heroin addiction and so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of that kind of depicted in the film. mule has got some of that going on. Okay, Cry 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 Macho is is the only thing I'm going to tell you that and this doesn't color anything. It's just that when I read the title, I thought that's the worst fucking title I've ever heard until you realize that Macho is the name. ...of a cockfighting crow. I
1: feel like you're... You like spoiling things. No,
0: that's not a spoiler. Actually, that's not a spoiler. I I don't want to know... I feel like you just told me what Rosebud was. No, it's not that significant. It's really not that significant. And if you haven't seen Citizen Kane, Rosebud is the sled. What, you motherfucker? My number two thing is also a watch... And it is also on HBO Max. Um, and I will be writing very soon. Be writing a, and I like to watch because James Wan. I love James Wan. He directed a couple of the Fast and Furious movies. He has come out with a movie called *Malignant*, and it is the closest thing to a modern callback to the kinds of fucking horror films you would have seen in the late '80s. You know, like *Reanimator* and the howling, you know, like these fucking the changeling, yeah. like these fucking movies that are just like they had a budget, they had some creature <laughs> guys that could create some some weird fucking effects and then slime, lots of slime and shit. Yeah. Let's create this fucked up what the fuck is going on movie. And I got to tell you, first of all, it's a great movie, and second of all, the last 30 minutes The thing is, I can understand. I've read some of the reviews, and what I think is interesting is everybody's like, the last 30 minutes will totally fuck your mind. (laughs) All you have to do is go back to the late 80s. -hmm. All of those movies, the last 30 minutes fucked your mind. Will totally fuck your mind, sure. I mean, in in Reanimator, when he's got the fucking disembodied head eating out the woman. I mean, this shit is just out of control. That's what malignant is. Malignant yeah. is that fucking weird. It's that fucking weird and it is I absolutely worth watching.
1: I don't know. That guy, I don't dig that no, you're stuff. I watch think it. the
0: only thing creepier and stranger and
1: unfortunate than the reanimator with the the head eating route is my drunk thing that we just listened to. That's the exactly. only thing that tops the grotesque unfortunate um
0: experience that that is. Yeah, well, I'm saying is watch Malignant. Uh, It is is such a wonderful callback to that sort of style of storytelling that it's fucking awesome, and I I could not get enough of it. I was so happy that it kind of turned, at a certain point, it turns this corner. I knew it was coming. I could see it was coming. I'd already kind of figured out what would the deal, and man, it did not disappoint. It is fucking spectacular. Ah, I loved it. I loved it.
1: So, my third thing to do this week is a watch. Because <laughs> why would it be a book? Why would it be a, <laughs> an essay or a collection of poems? No, it's watch a Marvel cartoon on Disney Plus. Yeah. Again. What if this week's episode, I think, might be my favorite? Ah, it might be tied with the, the first one, the Captain. Uh, so, I really like the zombie one. Captain but Yes.
0: Yeah, Captain Carter. But I really like the zombie one, one a lot, but this one's way better. Yeah, this one is fun, one.
1: fun. There are cameos oh, in it blast. that are great, um, and it's Thor. Thor versus Ms. Marvel, or I'm sorry, yeah, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Thor and Captain, yeah, Captain Marvel. Marvel. And Captain Marvel. I was it Brie Larson? Did she? No, it was not I didn't Brie think Larson. so because I like this Captain Marvel.
0: Yeah. The, the, yes, I don't I, like I, Captain you know,
1: Marvel in any other MCU. Uh, well, what I what had. I like
0: is it's still and it's still Brie Larson's role. What I like is that they're trying they're they're slowly integrating Captain Marvel's personality, uh, yeah. giving giving her let's put it this way, giving her some personality yes. and yes. integrating her into the Marvel world in a way. She's super fun in yeah. this particular cartoon. Super she's super fun and funny, really interesting and, yeah. and funny and wry. It's still sort of the angry woman kind of thing but she's funnier and and that works and i chris hemsworth does a fuck uh, he's, he's just he's, god yeah, he's the wonderful. only <laughs> the only the only two the only one i had to look up is uh, was that uh, natalie portman and it was it that was, was portman, portman yeah. i'll Porter. know that voice anywhere the only, the, yeah yeah the only the only two uh that were not the actual three that were not the actual actors david taste is not there for drax right um oh and, wait what uh, Rene, yeah, Rene Russo Rene is Russo. not there for Frigga, yeah. and, uh, and and Brie Larson's not there for Captain Marvel. But everybody else, and there are... This is by far the most cameo is Isn't Drax David Batista? Yeah, and he didn't do the voice. He, he didn't, didn't ask do the voice? Him. That wasn't he him? He didn't do the voice. No, that was not him. Huh. Well, that guy was a dead ringer. Yeah, yeah, well, they get. I mean, that, that's the thing. It's, they've gotten some people that have done some really good... Voices, but the thing is, you got to remember, and then I read this is that they didn't pay them to do the voices of their characters. So this was literally like, We're doing this, do you have time fun. to come in? And well, we're doing this, do you yeah. have time to come in? And some actors were like, I'd f- I'm fucking in, that sounds like a blast. Yeah. Yeah. And some actors either were busy with other shows, other yeah. movies are doing, it or that, you know, and they just couldn't make it, so they filled in. But uh, that's part it's of just...
1: the fun this i mean this episode it's it's hilarious or I mean, hilarious I mean, it's it's, it's, really, funny. Uh, it's the,
0: really funny the
1: fight scenes are really cool too cuz you're dealing you know marvel comic nerd here uh, stuff um, but you're dealing with two really really powerful beings yeah, yeah, kicking the you shit know, out of each other, kicking the way. shit out
0: of each other, and I love like All the over, map. I love All over the planet. He, yeah, <laughs> he hits her first. She goes to France, or she goes to London. To London from she France. She hits yeah. him. He goes to America. i just yeah, it's, it's just, super it's, fun. It's great and really really they good fights. And of
1: course, the animation is so fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's a really fun, funny episode. So
0: yeah. it's a blast. It's I might blast. watch
1: it tonight as I fall asleep
0: again. Yeah, it's good. What the hell. It's good. Yeah, and then my third thing is it is a read. Hey, look at you! And uh, if you want to read it, it's going to cost you six dollars a month. I oh, usually Jesus. don't shill for things that cost, except Chuck P has a Substack. Yeah. Chuck Polinick has a Substack. He has written on it every single day that he's had it, and part of the goal is starting Monday. He will be releasing his newest fiction book one chapter at a time on his Substack. So far, what I love about it is number one, he's writing stuff about his writing process, writing stuff about who he is. He's doing that kind of stuff. He answers the comments. Mm. He rem he remembered me. I mentioned in you know he was talking about. It, I said you know I, I you know he's like he wrote a piece about don't meet your literary heroes because it'll ruin because they're usually assholes. I said well you know I did a podcast interviewed you. You, you know, you really liked my wife. I thought to myself, well, hey, you know, if Chuck P. fucks my wife, I'm okay with that, right? <laughs> and, you know, they said, and you never said anything about me eating all of the green room cheese before the interview. Jesus You're super Christ. cool. It's true. And he answered. He was like, yeah, did you ever find out about this? And we're kind of back and forth in the comments. I'm like, I'm like having a digital conversation with one of my literary heroes. Wow. This is the greatest fucking thing ever, so I... Uh, but the thing about it is, his newest book is going to come out. I like Chuck. Give, me, give him your six bucks. Give me your six bucks, read his book. And, and uh, so far, his, uh, just his newsletter, just his daily I'm-just-going-to-write-some-shit, has been chock-full of some really interesting writing things and things to think about writing, and, mm. uh, and I really liked it. Like, my favorite one was the latest one was talking about finding a place just for writing. Yeah, you know, not a place—it's a coffee shop, and not yeah. a place at your office, but like a place where writers can just go and write, and it's—it's it's well thought out and it's interesting. So, mm-hmm. nice. I highly right. recommend it.
1: I guess I could. Well, part that's with six bucks.
0: Yeah, that's the show. I feel bad that I kind of ruined the episode because I played the the drunk thing, but I had to. You you have to forgive me. You have to know I had to. I just hope. I, I guess I forgive you. It's just. It's one of the greatest mistakes you've ever made. It's just one of the grandest. It's unfortunate. That's part of why, if you notice, that's part of why I let you tell the Dynasty Young story, because that's you at your prime, and you telling the Kardashian story, because that's you doing your fucking thing your best. So I got to have one where you're kind of showing your ass, and that is absolutely you showing your drunken ass to the world. And you convinced me to pull that episode. So I mean that shows man, what a good friend you are. Give me three and a half minutes to show a little bit of it, so everybody understands. Number one, why I think it's so fucking funny, and number two, why you really, really wanted it pulled. I, and I just hope that if it's that it, in context, it's like
1: this is not the person. This is that is not me. Except if anybody's listening to dark sides,
0: if anybody's listened to two hundred episodes, they already know who you are.
1: And that's gonna,
0: That is you know my know great I mean? hope. And if and that and I, that is the yeah. thing. I think what we should and do so is maybe pull our
1: top five episodes, where it shows who David Himmel really is. Oh, he's so I did a fucking that with asshole. a couple. Great.
0: I did that with a couple. <laughs> the Dynasty, Young Story, the Kim Kardashian. That's what I tried to do, knowing that I was leading to that because I knew I was picking that. I was picking that episode.
1: Me being annoyed with my son. There's nothing like I love him now. I mean, there's none of like yeah. how much I. <laughs>
0: She hate my son you I'm do. a terrible person, you are not a terrible person, I'm You're like scum. a Seinfeld character, you know, <laughs> and, and that's okay you'll go, we'll put you on trial soon enough, yeah, well, happy two hundredth uh what what do we have to look forward for the uh the third season 'cause two oh one is third season
1: well, I think it's probably gonna be more therapy uh more bullying yeah. um and more, I definitely think more, more, more
0: guests. I've been talking about yeah. this. More yeah. guests, because we've had the last couple times we kind of mastered the Zoom recording kind of technique. It doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. And uh, and, and I'd like to see a lot more of our guests because uh, that's just something different. And it's new and uh, maybe thought, may- maybe
1: maybe more guest hosts. More you know more episodes with your mom and Dana. I wouldn't mind that taking a week off sure. and letting them take the wheel. For, you know yeah, cuz it was just it, it, it was so
0: interesting. Yeah, it was uh, really interesting. Well, if and we can chemi- ever get their chemistry's Katie, great. If we could ever get fucking Katie to s- pull the stick out of her ass and get on there on the microphone, that'd I, be all right.
1: I don't think it's a stick in her ass. I think she knows it's good not to be associated with with this.
0: <laughs> cuz her husband's that's a monster. That's fair because and and her well her husband's a monster, I'm a bully, and uh, she does have to sell houses. So I get it. I, all right, I get it. that's fair. That's and, fair. And uh yeah, maybe we'll talk about writing more. I, All right, so let's make it. All right, here it is. We're at the 200th episode. We're getting ready to launch a third season. I'm not changing the music because fuck off. I'm no, not going to change like the music. opener or the closer because nope. go fuck yourself. I'm not going to ask Dana to record new, uh, you know, six things a week kind of thing. It's like, all right. Yeah. So, given that. What are we going to do differently? We're going to talk more about writing. Maybe we could actually get some writers as guests. Yeah. And talk about the writing with actual writers.
1: Yeah, 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 You know, I that's uh, something,
0: you know, we, we, it's, it's like New Year's resolutions here. It's just so much easier to sit down and bullshit. Well, yeah, yeah. And we'll still do that. I mean, for those that that come back for this, like uh, Brandon, we got to start
1: Brandon thinking Bruce, about this.
0: Brandon Bruce doesn't want a thoughtful discourse. He wants some shit that he can run to. Yeah. So it's just us bullshitting, and and uh, and and that's okay. We're glad to give that to Brandon because he's in Utah, and fucking runs or bikes like forty fucking miles in the goddamn desert. He's insane. He's a crazy man. I think John Beardmore listens to it while he's cutting his grass. There you go. John Beardmore is cutting his grass. We gotta get some of those, uh, like some of the guests we've had on before that I thought were, like, really fun. We gotta get back on. We gotta get Rory back on. We gotta who get Rory to back get on? on. Yeah. Yeah. Who else we gotta get back on? We gotta get. Uh, uh, we gotta
1: get Jed back on. Jed James Ford. gotta come
0: back on. Yeah, James Ford. We gotta get him on. He was so interesting and so well thought out, and I liked him because he agreed with me. I'd like. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to you get uh, Vincent
1: Truman back on. It's, I need yeah, to catch Vince. up with him and Sarah anyway, but I want to know, you know, what his creative life is like out in Oregon.
0: Yeah, we got to get Kremidas back on because the only way I'm ever going to talk to him ah, is not to you. If it's not online, I'll talk to him on the Apecast. But I'm not gonna. I'm never going to talk to him online ever again. So uh, yeah, if we get him on the Apecast, that'd be cool.
1: Yeah. Um, who
0: else should we have? You know, I hey, know Jane's. Yeah, Joe Jane's. Maybe James. some of our old, our old
1: bug house friends yeah, that you know we don't get to I'd see to get, and hear from as much anymore. I'd love anymore. to get
0: Donald Donald Hickey here Let's in get Vegas. On. Yeah, I'd love to get Pearson Brown. You've never met him, but he was a guy that did bug house here. Um, yeah, I'd love to get Chimmy see if she's available. Yeah, Chimmy's there's great. Folks, there's, yeah, there's folks out here that are that are very very cool. I really want to get uh, get him Jason, who's a friend of Danis, who we met. I mean, he moved out here with his wife Lily. This guy is—he used to run a tattoo parlor in New Orleans, and he's just the fucking coolest, most interesting guy. He's a street musician, street magician, and uh, and he's just the coolest guy. He, he might be a really—he lives out in Las Vegas. Think. Yeah, they moved out to Las Vegas, and so we've connected, should, and we're having some fun. He
1: should meet my brother. might I think they'd get because Stephen's a magician.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Stephen's a tattoo. He's got. There you go. Them. so yeah so I think yeah, they'd like each other be cool. quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, shit, yeah maybe we stop. get my
1: my brother on this thing. Why not? Let's get
0: your brother on here. I want to get your dad on here.
1: My dad, well, that's not going to happen for a while cuz my dad is on a on yeah, he's, his half retirement.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? Vote tour. He has he has internet, doesn't he? Yeah. I, so he could do a Zoom? I guess, yeah, maybe we, we do could do a anyway. Zoom with
1: him. I mean, it was pretty funny when I talked to him the other day. Uh, I was like, are you, you know, he's like five days into this around-the-horn yeah. trip, which we can talk more about in another episode. I was um, saying maybe
0: we get him on here and yeah. ask him what he's doing. The, but I was th- like, are, are you having cool. fun?
1: He's like, I don't know. I mean, what's fun, David? Like, you're
0: on this adventure. He's like, Oh, yeah, that's... I want to have that conversation with him, because if he's a thousand billion miles away from me, I can insult him. He can't do a goddamn thing. Yeah,
1: he, <laughs> <laughs> well, I get a text. So my dad just like... He, he, I don't know. He's, he downplays fun, I guess. He's like, it, it's an adventure. It's not always fun. I mean, am I, am I enjoying it? Am I glad I'm doing it? Yeah. But is it fun? And I'm like, what? I don't understand this, Dad. He goes, well, do you like cutting the grass? He said, I, I mean, I guess I enjoy cutting the grass. Like, yeah, you know, put on some headphones, some music, and clean up my yard, whatever. He's like, yeah, but is it fun? I'm like, all right, that's a good point. So anyway...
0: Maybe maybe I'm going to have Jackie Brandenburg come on, uh, because she's my partner for XYZ Podcast, and we can have her talk her Generation Z wokeness to you and see how that applies. We could have
1: Jackie talk about her Gen Gen Z wokeness to my baby boomer
0: dad. Oh my God, that would be... Let's go all the way because she's going to own him. But the thing is, he's a lawyer, so this and she's a, she, But he's yeah, terrible she's at arguing.
1: Smart. He's terrible. Well, at then it. this will
0: be this will be a great game. This would be a great game. All right. So we anyway, a, yeah. I'm looking forward all to right. the
1: next 100 episodes.
0: I am looking forward to the next 100 episodes. Thank you very much for 200 episodes, and yeah. thank you, folks the the seven or eight of you that listen. Thank you for listening, and thank we you for hope listening. you listen, listen some more. Thanks.
1: You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.